What do you mean by live? Genuine live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Way We HNC It. We're back inside your ear holes once again, and it is a very pleasant place to be. Um, big show for you today because we have a very, very special guest. I am your host, as always, Bez, and it is my pleasure to introduce my regular co-hosts, Mr. Tom Clark. How are you, Tom? Grand. How are you? I'm good. You didn't. You sound stressed already. You sound concerned already. <laughs> I'm. I'm pretty worried. You're worried um, already because you've not yeah, done I'm, your homework. No, 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 no. I'm. I'm worried. We've got. Mm, I'm going to stop there. You're going to stop there. Yeah. Already. Good. Good yeah. start. Um. So well, we've got a concerned concerned Tom on the radio. Um. And we have also got the uh. The the viscount of Vizac has not yet travelled abroad. Um, so international international podcasting is on hold for now, but Greg Sim joining us live from his living room. How are you, Greg? I am very well, thank you very much. Good. And yourself? I'm I'm well. I'm well. I am I am healthy. I am feeling positive and testing negative for another week. So fantastic. So can't complain. It's a it's a great slogan, honestly. Someone should put that on a t-shirt. Visit our store. Um <laughs> shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. We need the money. Football <laughs> tours. Football tours. Yes. So, um, but we do have a very special guest joining us today. He is someone who is a a force of southwestern football. It's a conference that we don't talk about very often because it's really far away. Um, but that does not make this man a stranger to to our conference. Um, he's visited us a few times recently, but he is also a member of BAFA, and he is the man, the chief wizard behind the magic of our annual schedule. It is Mr. Lewis Phillips. Hello. Hello. It is a pleasure to be here. And what an introduction that was. Thank what you an introduction that was. There the, you south, go. the South is starting to come up. They're starting to find their wings and, and go, oh, you know what, Scotland's not all that far away. It's not that far away. It is not that far away. Um, so, yeah, you have been up to visit us. Two Ironmans and a Quake last, now. Yeah, two Ironmans and a Quake. And also signed up for this year's Quake. Although I don't know if that's public or not. So, guess what? It is. You, it I is public. Were, okay. We were, we were set in stone the last one that you did. Good, that's good because otherwise tomorrow's set in stone for who's going to be your one. Um, so that's good. That's good. So yeah, uh, and Iron Man was both yourself in your guise as Flag and Bozzy and your Falcons teammates. And yes, the Falcons finally travel. Finally traveled, and yeah, unfortunately for you guys, some twat put you both in the same group. Honestly, I know, I know, and and I I spent a lot of the quake uh, complaining about having to um having to play the Chichester Sharks again, having just <laughs> played them for the last few seasons, and we got put in the same division as them as well, which is. But I sympathise because I understand that for the most part the uh, the Iron Man draw was random, um, and I've recently done a random draw, and look how that turned out. So <laughs> I <sympathize>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'm almost impressed that it only happened, like in the HNC, that it only happened to one club, given that there are three clubs 
you know, there are six of the 11 clubs attending. Six of them are, have a, a, a sister club or a parent club. Um, so to be fair, only getting two of them in one group was, was pretty well done. I think it also happened in the Northern region as well. So we, we had to re-roll that one. Mm, fair. But as Tom would say, what would Tom say about the Northern region? <laughs> They've won minus part like part B division one team. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really. Tr- I was trying to be polite for a second there, and then you put I me in the spot. All, all Conor McGregor and just be like, "You'll do nothing." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I've said that once before, and <laughs> we took two healthy starters and a Div One team with us, and they proved that they were slightly better than our Div One team that day. But I mean, they suck. <laughs> and that's this week's NEC content from Tom. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, I'm oh no no uh, no. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna behave. I'm gonna, gonna behave, behave yourself because you we've start got finishing these sentences because we've got company. Because we've got company, you're gonna behave yourself. Is that what we're saying? I mean, he says behave himself, but the first thing he's actually said is that they suck. Yeah, you know, yeah, and he's true. just not willing to elaborate. It's true. As I'm, to the reason I'm gonna have that. to. I'm gonna have to check Tom's uh, check Tom's work calendar and find out that he's working the weekend that we go to Manchester or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I might not be going, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. Oh, I'd love to go, it's, but I can't. It's for your own safety that you're not yeah. going, really. Yeah, I'm going to take. Get what this t- means is he's going to he's going to make sure you you are working. Yeah, we're going to have to take a bodyguard with us. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I'd be so tempted to make sure he's got holidays and so. force him to go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they've already proven they can't hit an open receiver. They're not going to be able to hit me walking down the street. <laughs> but because you're covered, was that self burn? <laughs> was, was that one of those incredibly rare self burns? <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 yes. Anyway, shall we, <laughs> shall we move on to our, our usual segment of chaos and um, find out if Greg has learned from last week? That seems like a good idea. So here it comes. Here comes the jingle. Greg with the news. Okay, Greg, what have you got for us? Okay, right. Well, it, it must be said, it is a bit of a slow news week. I have had a little scour about. Um, so don't you start kickling away already, Tom? I'm just liking you. It, means, it doesn't early. mean that I've not done any homework at all. It just means that things are a bit scarce. Look, the, the, we're, still, we're still just awakening from the slumber of hibernation. You mean you that that quick Google you did while uh, making your tea, you come up your brew for the nine minutes you were late to turn up with wasn't wasn't it wasn't classes wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, social media has been a buzz this week with new visual visual confirmation of a new kit within the HNC. Thomas, Ooh. it's I... a bit spicy as well. Courts a little bit of controversy in some group chats. From what I believe, the Renfrewshire Raptors have a new kit in connection with, the, with one of their main sponsors, who we probably won't mention. Um, ah, go for it. Well, with Dragon Soup, because, you know, 
if you're going to get oh, absolutely mortal, you might as well do it properly. All the beverages are available. <laughs> yes. We're not the BBC. We don't need to worry about that. Okay, sorry. Since you mentioned them, what is Dragon Soup? Right. Like imagine alcoholic Red Bull type thing. Yeah. Imagine, imagine like the very. Do you remember Rockstar? All the different colors yeah. of Rockstar used to get. Right. Imagine that with a couple of shots of vodka in it and a can that you can buy from your local corner shop. Okay. Yeah, it's, that makes more sense. I it must be. I think it must be localized. Surely, Lewis, you can't go into like a shop in, like, Barnstaple and grab some dragon soup. <laughs> I play for the Exeter Falcons, which is the biggest city in Devon. Yeah, Devon, I know, but that's why I was thinking of like a small town. I, I know where. Yeah, it's on the top, <laughs> and you're on the bottom. I get that, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm yeah, I'm sure that we, there's a there's a a, a regional uh, equivalent. Everyone drinks cider it. down here, don't you know? Yeah, but it's it's kind of like cider, but with like added like fruit taste class. <laughs> As it, well, I was just trying to say it's kind of like a alcoholic Lucasy type thing, is it not? Is that not what it's kind of meant to be? It's like almost like an energy drink, just with fucking yeah stuff lumped into it. Anyway, Bez, I don't know if you might be able to uh, able to get a wee screen share for, a for little, our guest. A little so screen share. See the kit. I can probably, I can probably work out a little um, screen share. But you know, I actually quite like this kit. This is uh, something a little bit different. Um, it got dragon scales on it, you know. Or yeah, scaly. It looks like dragon scale type thing. So it's kind of it. It looks the part. It's, I think it's class. Tom, any thoughts on this kit? I think you could probably have done without the fade or tucked in. Like it'll look better on game days because the jersey will be tucked in to stop flags being pulled and stuff. But I don't know. I don't. I, I like the jersey. I think the shorts are a bit much. See, I was gonna say I quite like the fade, but I think I think the reason you don't like the fade is because it it's jarred by the fact that it goes immediately back into red for the shorts yeah so i think i think black shorts would have been better to go with this and would have been and then the fade wouldn't look quite so bad but i i like the fade i like the scale i love the 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 stripe over the shoulder you know the the claw attack um i think the sponsorship is a bit big that could have been smaller um it quite it dominates it quite a bit the, but... the one thing i the one thing that is still a little bit unclear is is it red socks or black socks Ooh. And it I could think be, that could, that, it could be that red. Could be I think I think here. you wear black tights and red socks. Yeah. Or do you? Mm. If you choose to, if you choose to go, I, don't, I think know, the black socks would look class for this. Or you could, or you could go black socks, red boots, and then you've got your red gloves as well. You know, we're all about the extremities. Does have red gloves on there? Red headband. One one thing that I must say I did really enjoy about the uh, about the reveal is just how happy Paul looks. Yeah. <laughs> he is like, so happy, isn't he? Like. I can't quite tell if the can of dragon soup is open or about to be, but <laughs> that is a happy looking man. <laughs> like, almost like he's just finished playing the silver cats with how happy he looks. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm I end up with no pals by the end of tonight. I know. No, I, I like it. And um it's a... Uh, the it's back a, is actually very well done. The yeah. It's very well done. Yeah, there you go. There's a picture yeah. of the of the back. It's a very good photo shoot. 
to be honest. Um, I'm assuming that Mark is behind that because he's a media wizard. Um, so yeah, no, I think they've I think they've done really well there. Um, so it's one of the better color schemes I think you can have. Like I love red and black together. So does everybody else in the country, apparently, because there are so many teams <laughs> that are red and black. It's just, like I'm pretty sure I don't want to I don't want to speak on behalf of Phil, our affiliate uh, manager, but not red. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure red and black is outlawed. I mean, I thought, I thought you were going <laughs> to no make more it, thought, no more red and black teams. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you know the 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 crows is red and black as well, no, like no, to no, try no. and lead Greg into it, but <laughs> that's not red. You can just, I mean, just you can just you can, handle can... that one in there, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard. Right. But even though there might be a few other red and black colored teams out there, it this one's still going to stand out from them, and I yeah. and I love it for that fact. You know, I kind of, I kind of wish, like, I kind of wish the, the 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 black bit on their jersey, like the the bit behind the scales, was like reflective. Don't know why. Reflective. How do you reflect black? <laughs> no, like it wasn't black, but like a reflective, like 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 the, no, the... No. black's not really a color, right? <laughs> Tom's got Tom's, you know. So when the kids are wearing it on their cycling proficiency class, the, the cars can see them coming. <laughs> Basically, Tom's saying there's not enough glitter on it. Oh, yeah. God. To be fair, the one time I got put in charge of jerseys, like genuinely got put in charge of jerseys, you ended up with black t-shirts with. Uh, Glitter and glue. Yeah, because you couldn't get them numbered, could you? Yeah. Didn't even try. The 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 so yeah, the the it the first ever Iron Man, Lewis. The we had did you not go to I think Tom went to Sports Direct on the Friday morning and just bought Scott did and dropped them all off and got six black t shirts basically. Took them to Tom's because Tom was like, "I'll decorate them." <laughs> um, <laughs> and what was decorated, and what was happened was, we were given six T-shirts back, where Tom had invented nicknames for nicknames for us all, and written them and our numbers on the back of them with PVA glue and glitter, <laughs> which uh, presumably was stolen from his teacher wife no actually it wasn't <laughs> i went and bought that those supplies from uh hobby crap myself <laughs> somehow worse <laughs> that, 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 that. <laughs> that's somehow so remember, much worse i can't even remember the names was it mcpick six mcpick six yeah mcpick six what was like mr glass or something or oh, what were you greg like hamstring? no i think it was more he was just simba lion time, king related or lion king oh, yeah yeah we had Churchill for um, Aaron and his and car insurance mistakes. Yeah. Well, yeah. He had a couple, yeah, he did a couple of car crashes at that point, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Someone else has taken on that mantle, haven't they, Bez? Hey, it's important. It's an important legacy to hold. <laughs> that bridge jumped out at me, and I will take that story to my grave. <laughs> Bridges have a tendency to do that. They do. They're agile. Indeed. 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 Um, right. What's shall next, we, shall we perhaps? Okay. Right. Option well, we'll two. stick stick with a little bit of social media, and obviously, the big news from the last show was the crowning of a new recipient of the Abigail. It was. And there was a little bit of reaction from our new champ. 
Is it champ? Would you call him champ? Um, I think champ. Champ. Yeah. We don't, I really have an MVP? adjective. I don't really have an MVP? adjective for him. Unless you want to give him his full title, which is <laughs> the way we what? HNC. It's number one top 25 player of 2021. But that's kind of wordy. Is he not just referred to as Abigail now? I guess so, yeah. Is he not Abigail for 12 well, months? He's the, he's the holder of Abigail. He's the holder of Abigail. Okay. So, obviously, if someone hasn't um, been paying attention to some of our more recent shows, then they might not have realised that it was Nicholas Farrell who took home the, um, the coveted trophy. And, yeah, had a lovely little post up on his, on his social media just kind of saying that he was very humble to receive it. Um, and what have you so I kind of spotted that and just thought you know what nice yeah. yes he's been... uh, so just yeah he sent us some really nice messages so and thank you to, and a thank you to all the people um, who, who voted for him he was quite touched by that so um, yeah well done again to to Nikki and uh, looking forward to catching up in a couple of weeks yeah so my uh, third bit of news is something that I, uh, again, spotted creeping up on some of the social medias. Um, and it's actually a tournament, Bez. I Listening. don't know if you spotted this one. But, um, I mean, I'll, I'll put this out there right in front. that I've Since we started this, I've realized that this is completely pointless. And I'll get to why it's completely pointless. Can't wait. But there is a... Tournament going on uh, the 11th and 12th of June uh, in Toulouse in France, which is a, a two-day tournament, 24 teams, eight spots for international teams, and they're offering it up for people to go and enter into it. Uh, it's a 300 euro entry with the possibility of winning 1,000 euros. Now, you know, that time of year, so it would yeah. be lovely to be in Toulouse. Oh, it'd be sunny. It'd be sunny. It'd be fantastic. You could go to a patisserie. Oh, you know, a we bought a wine next to the park. Oh, oh, beautiful. Vino. Now, why is this pointless now, Bez? Why I mean, have I realized? I mean, this there's no point in asking me why the 11th and 12th is pointless when we have Correct. Lewis with us. <laughs> so, Lewis, why, why, why would this perhaps be pointless? That I'm pointing this out now. Hey, man, you can go and do whatever you want. You want to go to Toulouse? I'm sure there's loads of teams out there in the HNC that would happily turn up to their game day that they'll be at and find that Gregson <laughs> isn't there. I mean, it, to me, it, this is this is why it makes perfect sense that Tom says he can't go to the cross conference games because he's going yeah. to be in Toulouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be the international correspondent on this is that tournament. Also, is that also the one that is in the north, or is it the one that is hosted by the HNC? No, uh, that's the one that's in Manchester. It's yeah. Well, where <laughs> would you rather be in Manchester oh. or Toulouse? So, exactly. I, I'm. It's there's there's a very good lobbying point here to speak to some of the uh, the NEC teams and see if they wish to relocate this game day into. <sighs> South of France. I mean, to be fair, you could always ask them the question, Greg, what do you have to lose? Yes. 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 I'm giving you that one. I'm giving you that one. Because you had 
fantastic. That's going to be better than what Tom comes up with at the end of the show. I'm going to put no. I've, I've got really regionally. Nice. I've got regional specific for mine. Oh, have you actually done your homework this I've, week? I've done. Yeah, I've done. I've done yeah. it. <laughs> Amazing. I'm quite excited he, for this. One. As he quickly googles. No, no, I've already googled <laughs> it. Terrible jokes again. <laughs> I've already googled it. I'm looking forward to this one though. I think I think we're we're gonna get grown or like a real good grown out of this one. Oh, it's fantastic. Good. Um. So yeah, well, so it was something I was actually quite intrigued by, but unfortunately, um, my homework wasn't in depth enough to realise I was completely pointless. Yeah. So we can't go because we've got to play. We've got to play our Baffa, our Baffa games. Yeah. I would argue that in all likelihood, the Baffa dates were uh, communicated long before theirs were. So, you know, why aren't they working around us? Time. Why aren't they working around us? Wasn't enough time. Exactly. Yes. I mean, when was the schedule put out? I think it was like January or I mean, February. The, the schedule was put the, out. The schedule, the final schedule, was put out. Yeah, just after Christmas. All you had uh, to well, do was copy just after New Year. Um, after the once the the window had closed was just after New Year. Uh, the initial draft of the schedule was out before Christmas. I think I did it. I, I think I sent it out Christmas Eve. I was watching the NFL on Christmas Eve and sent it out then. Um, Priority straight right there, isn't it? But, uh, but the, the dates, the dates were months before that, like September, October. Yeah. I mean, is that enough time to book holidays? I mean, it's plenty of time for whoever's organising this this uh, this tournament in Toulouse to it, go. It, or maybe we'll choose a different weekend. It, it perhaps so was. Concerns, it perhaps Greg. was, and it's unfortunate <laughs> because, as I say, it would have been quite a lovely tournament to have seeing if we could have gotten a, uh, whether it be a conference team or something like that, to go across and see what they like they would be at that sort of standard as well. Because I'd imagine with it being a paid entry tournament, you'd be looking for some quite high standard. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at that price. Idea. That's, that's an idea. Absolutely. What's an, an idea? idea? It, looks, it, it looks like it hurts, Tom. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It does a little bit. I mean, to be fair, anytime I think it, it hurts a lot. Like, so I should probably wait till later, but uh, never mind. So I'm sure most of everyone listens um, knows that you are also on another podcast. Um, covering. We're not going to uh, hold that against him. It's okay. No, no, <laughs> it's okay. It's like it's it's fine. I mean, it's not covering the HNC, so obviously the talent's a little bit lower, but we'll let it go. Um, <laughs> I was wondering, what if we did a podcast versus podcast game? Like you know, people volunteer to be. You know, play for your play for your podcast, and we put a uh, HNC at versus first and fifteen game together. Is that not? Yeah. I'm sure that's called this. I'm sure that's got a name. I know where people um, play for the region. But, no, I'm no, sure no, there's like should, a thing. I'm <laughs> sure. Like, I mean, oh, I, don't I'm do sh- this. Like, don't give it away. <laughs> come on, Baff, I haven't come up with this yet. Oh, uh, I was. Racking my brains for the most diplomatic way to tell you that this exactly what <laughs> this exact format this exact format already exists. <laughs> so who who let my idea go first? Oh, someone I mean, you in could, someone in the early two thousands, I think. <laughs> you could ask the uh, Marcus at first and fifteen who is organising a tournament in Coventry in June. I think it's June. Um, if there's any spaces left, because. Most have already done the draw. If not, oh yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, it'll be full. Oh, that's annoying. Because most of, if not all of us, no, it's me, me, Gareth, Jay, 
and unfortunately Ryan's not will be will be playing for the Sealand Seahawks in said tournament. So mm-hmm. um, that is, you know, you could never mind. Do you have to go? Do you have to go to the Principality of Sealand in order to sign your contract to play with them? No. But if I wanted to, I could pay something like 40 quid and and be made a lord or a baron That's or true. something. That's true. That's true. Or you could what? get like a... I'm sure there's like a water taxi that would take you out. Probably for more than 40 quid though. One day I will visit the motherland. What? What's this? I've never heard of this. What? Oh, God. you've never heard of Sealand, Tom. No. Tom. Oh right. my God. Tom, mute your mic. Please go down this rabbit. Mute your, <laughs> mute your mic. Yeah, we will catch up to you in about yeah. thirty minutes. Tom, <laughs> Tom, you have you have ten minutes to find us the best, the most interesting fact you can about the Principality of Sealand, and uh, you can come back to us. You just mute your mic and give us a wave when you've got one. Sounds accepted. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Should be five. Should be five is what we're looking for. Not just one. Yeah, multiple I want facts. five. <laughs> multiple facts. Okay. Well, th- for those of you that here's a fourth bit of news for you: the Principality of Sealand exists. <laughs> go look go, it up. If you don't know where it is, go look it up. Tom is frantically typing with a childlike <laughs> grin on his face. <laughs> um, uh, it's going to be great just seeing the reactions as he kind of figures little bits and pieces out. Oh, this one. Yeah, I think he's just seen a picture. Um, Okay, uh, Greg, do you have any more news, or was it just was it our three items today? I mean, I've I've one other piece of absolutely useless information that is worth celebrating. A useless stat, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Russell Wilson's going to Denver. Oh, for fuck's sake! So I'm I, I am incredibly happy with that. And yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Out of context. Out of context. Quote: Greg is happy, and we <sighs> will move. On. I, I will be very smug about my team for the next six months until it actually kicks off and they're still terrible. Fantastic. There we go. There we go. Okay. Um, right. Before we move on to our main event, our big feature, uh, Tom, do you have a f- something that you enjoy for us? So, from what I can tell, <laughs> and I'm not going to say I've read it, I mean, skimming is probably... I've looked at pictures. Um, what I can tell, right, is that that they've got their own currency, which is. It, I said I didn't read it, right, Tom? Um, I feel like they, for they, people that for people that don't know what Sealand is, that you're missing like fairly. Oh yeah, right. The important, the important thing. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, anti-aircraft gun platform um, and Radio Caroline are two of the head- headlines above images that I have read. Um, it looks it looks awesome, I'm not going to lie. Tom, However, where is what? the platform? What's it in? The sea. There we go. There we go. <laughs> oh, even I guessed that bit. What? Which sea? <laughs> I don't know, the, the one down near the no, Fran- it's France, it's England the bit. Sea. It's the North Sea, I think, isn't it? It's... Uh, see, I see. Well, okay. So, I spent my entire life working in oil and gas. So this is the Southern North Sea, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> it's been called the Southern North Sea since I was about seventeen. So, I'm I'm sticking with it. There uh, That's fine. The South Pacific is still the Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found someone we don't want back. You've been defined. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. Right. Tom, you can keep Googling if you want. I'm going to go and we're going to move on to the main event, no, now, which is, of course, Lewis joining us. Um, so we'll, we'll start off, I think, Lewis, with your, um, your official role as schedule maker for BAFA. <clears throat> so, and you look concerned already because you probably know the question that's going to happen yet. So BAFA finals happens because it's 2019. Right. In a normal year where we play the full season, finals happens. At what point after that playoff day weekend does the next season schedule begin? Or has it already? Uh, it's whatever the registration deadline is, um, which I think is usually around about November the 15th, something like that. Okay. Um, that's when that's when the cutoff is for um these are the teams that have signed up and paid and will be participating next year. When we reach that point, it is okay, cool. I can start looking at structures now and, and putting teams into divisions. So, okay. So yeah. So you basically have a list of teams that are nominally North, South, East, West, or yeah. well, North, North, South, South. Um, so how do you, and is it just a case of like balancing them out basically like geographically yeah, or so, do you have to have like a map with a string on it to show how far apart everybody is? <laughs> so recently like a, a quite a recent thing that is starting to be sort of taken on is this idea of being people being put into regions and your region doesn't change so obviously you've got the highlands region um which has got all the scottish teams in it then you've got the northern region which will then have in Div 1 at least has the East and West and that basically comes down to which side of the Pennines you live on, more or less um, uh, and then you've obviously got the Southern region so when a new team comes along they'll be geographically they will be put into a region and they will stay within that region for all of time yeah. um, uh, but it's your division that might fluctuate a little bit geographically, this is where it gets a little bit more uh time consuming more than anything a little bit more difficult um because yeah you, you you'll have teams that will always be within certain regions exeter is in the southwest it will always be in the southwest because it is the most southerly and westerly team in the country so yeah it's going to be in the southwest um same with all like those until wales gets a division of its own hopefully one day they, um, there'll be enough teams in wales for them to have their own division uh then they'll probably be put in the southwest um, just because they're far west. Um, but then you've got these teams that are borderline. Um, teams like Chichester, who are like right on the south coast. And it's like, oh, well, are you closer to some of those southwest teams or are you closer to some of those southeast teams? Um, and essentially then it can, comes down to um, sort of we do like a, a, a Google map um, kind of directions uh, for your your furthest away game day. So, well, not not even furthest. So, like, you you kind of play around with it and go, okay, if I put them in the southeast, then they've got to travel to Berkshire and how long, how far away is that? And then they've got to travel to Buckinghamshire and they've got to travel to London, they've got to travel to Reading. So how far away are those? What's your average um, travel time? 
and then you do the same exercise in the other division you go right whichever one has the least amount of travel time is the one we're going to put them in which is why uh, answering um, one of the questions that I've already spied from Facebook, uh, Mike, what is your favorite conference to schedule and why is it the HNC? It's because the HNC is super easy. <laughs> <laughs> you have the premiership and you have one division. So there's no, you know, oh, should I put them in the east or the west? And, and They're in Scotland. Yeah, it doesn't easy. matter how far they're traveling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in that, just purely of interest then and because they're always a team that i think about is it easier for the white hellhounds to travel are they in the southwest or the southeast well they no longer exist they no so, longer uh, exist oh. uh, they have they again they're one of these teams that has kind of fluctuated uh, <laughs> they've been in they've been in the southwest and i think they were put in the southwest last year um but they've been in the southeast in the past as well so i just uh, always always think about those guys when it's like <laughs> Better get my ferry to the mainland to play. I, mean, I guess, I guess, like it's like the Orkney team, like the Orkney like rugby team and stuff. They're just suck it up, I guess. But hmm. yeah, I mean, like a, a lot of them, from what I know, from what I understand, like work on the mainland anyway. So like they, oh, they're okay. just pretty familiar with the whole ferry situation, and like they'll they'll usually work in like Southampton or Portsmouth yeah. or something. So they, yeah, it's just familiarity, isn't it? You just get used to it. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, cool. So I guess the next the next one is so you've, you've got your divisions, you know where everyone's going to be and then the next thing you do is pick weekends. Is that just like pick the opening day and then try and go like four weeks, four weeks, four weeks, four so weeks? The, or The first thing that I try to do is see if I've used a structure in the past. So, um, for example, uh, the Midlands was reasonably easy to do, um, and the Northern and Highlands um, Premiership divisions, and, and actually uh, Highlands Div 1, because there's six teams, um, and the Premiership has had a six-team structure, or should have a six-team structure, um, for the last couple of years and they've had a cross-conference structure so the structure of those premiership divisions doesn't change an awful lot so it's so i could literally just lift last year's uh schedule and just do a find and replace um and then and that's it so like the highlands once we decided that you know the renfrey show we're gonna we're gonna go up um and with that was going to be the premiership was going to be full and the northern premiership was going to be full as well we saw the midlands had six teams in it there's like great that's three divisions that have got uh you know six teams and then the cross conference is also six teams so they mesh quite nicely but i can just use that and find and replace on those teams so that's one two three four and the Div, Div 1 teams in in the north as well are also six so that's like six divisions done like that bang find and replace nice nice so okay on that then it, how many more teams would the hnc need in div one to be split do you reckon uh, is there a number or is it just basically how unwieldy it becomes um i would say i would i mean there isn't an official number there yeah. isn't a you know a, a target in mind but i would say that realistically you probably need at least five teams in a division for it to be sort of 
set aside on its own. Yeah. Um, and that, we've kind of said the same with the Premiership. So, like, I mean, this is kind of why we did this exercise with um, the Highlands and, and with the, the Southern Premiership divisions as well about asking teams whether they'd be okay with teams going up because they have six team structures. Um, the the minimum you can really run a premiership with is is five teams in it. And after the 2019 season, it was supposed to be the outlaw flag gunslingers and the Southern Reapers were also supposed to go up um, into, into the Southern divisions and then those teams ceased to exist uh so we were we were in real danger of both both the southern divisions southeast and southwest only having four teams in them um which didn't really seem like all that sort of it was a bit pointless um so yeah we're we're yet to have a year um in in our new premiership structure or two two division or two premiership div one structures that has a full premiership. So that's a, a goal to look forward to. We're not, we've still not had a year that all divisions in the premiership yeah. have been full. So I guess in, in that sense, you would, assuming that all, all teams return, that would correct itself the following yeah, year. Because, because assuming all teams return, um, you don't have an automatic demotion. Um, yeah. You don't have so that sixth place just gets filled, yeah. Um, and from from the number ones, uh, yeah. So that'll that'll fix itself next year. But don't jinx it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, so then the process becomes: we picked our weekends, and they get sent out. There's then like the I hate it period. Right, where teams can. <laughs> yeah, and, and to be fair, I've, and... I've, I've kind of I have I have made it sound a little easier than than it than it is because even even once I've done like a find and replace on some of those easier divisions, there is still a bit of like combing through and and going, and you've got, of course you've got to sort refereeing out as well, and um, that can be particularly uh, annoying when you're trying to do things like well, we probably shouldn't have the Glasgow Killer Bees ref in the Glasgow Hornets or vice versa because that's not very fair. So uh, let's let's you know switch that around and things like that. So there's a bit of combing through and there's a bit of like that actually doesn't make sense. You know why don't we? So what I might do is like set out blank names like Team One, Team Two, Team Three, and then do the find and replace. Where right? Team One will be Glasgow Hornets, Team Two will be Aberdeen Allcats, or I'll, more often than not I'll do it in alphabetical order. Um, so it's just kind of like a luck of the draw as to which which sort of team you be, you you go from being in the 2019 schedule to which one you are in mm, in the 2020 yeah. schedule. Um, but then there's a bit of combing through and going, oh, actually, that doesn't make sense. It makes more sense if Aberdeen become team three because then they can they don't have to go here or whatever. So, or it makes the travelling a little bit more sensible. Yeah, it's like I've got a I've got like a a long term like pretend beef with. Newcastle because them getting relegated means we have to go all the way to Manchester rather than just going over the border to Newcastle for our cross conference game. And if they <laughs> were comes, still, it the, comes up every year. If they were still in the, and it's yeah, it's the way it is. But if um, yeah, I would quite like Newcastle to win the league and they've won in the, in the MNC. <laughs> um, it it comes up every year as to whether or not um, Newcastle might get pushed into the HNC, mm-hmm. but. Um, don't want that because then it would still be Manchester that we have to go to. 
<laughs> I, want I mean, in. you can you can thank you can thank Darlington for joining the league um, because Darlington and Newcastle are right next to each other, and it was just like, well, if one of them goes, you got to send the other one, and that doesn't mm. make any sense. So, yeah, yeah, need to. Uh, I've been I've been chatting to some of the. And you got some. Well, saying that though, I would I would quite like to see um, some of the Facebook reactions to seeing Darlington being dealt there. They're going up to uh, Murray. <laughs> oh, that that would be a picture, would it? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a it's a funny old part of the world because I mean, like the closest the closest team. I mean, yeah, it's nothing to to going up to Murray or Aberdeen, but their closest team, I think, is Leeds, and that's a trek. Like yeah. it, it's almost it's almost as close in terms of travel time to get from that Newcastle Darlington area to Leeds as it is to get to Glasgow. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, like Newcastle entered winterly the last time it ran because it wasn't that far. Like it wasn't that far away. It was just up to Edinburgh. So, um, yeah. So uh, I guess this is a sensitive question. So do you, so obviously that goes two weeks of division play conference play, two weeks of away play and two weeks of kind of back home play. Do you like try and set it up so that like you get like the grandstand finish? So there's like, is that conscious or is it just, you know, do you want to have rivals or who are perceived as good teams playing each other on the last day to keep it? Can I break some of the... Or is it just gonna, like the luck of the draw? Some of the visage here, aren't I? No, it is. It is pretty luck of the draw. You can say yeah. it's. Uh, it is just just find and replace most of the time, especially in, <laughs> in, in the Highlands. Yeah. Uh, the, magic, yeah, the magic around he, the schedule is really starting to crumble. <laughs> <like that>. <laughs> <laughs> it is just. But I was thinking he was sitting there, constantly going through it for like. Two hours a night for about yeah. a month. I mean, it is like, it is a bit. How of a, can I like get a... it so that we've got this showdown the final day, working out top of the league? Yeah, sort of looking at the looking at the stats breaking down. What have you is, been like? There is a, an element of like I don't know going into some kind of fugue state for four months, and you know, I, November the fifteenth comes, and this just black mist descends, and I wake up, <laughs> and Christmas has happened, and I've missed New Year, and but we've got a schedule, and it's fine, and I just wake from my cave, <laughs> having doing all these druidic uh, rituals. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much the answer I was looking so, for. So, I mean, I, I mean, I guess the follow-up question to that is, how did one become chief druid of <laughs> of the schedule making? Uh, so, well, I mean, the the defined roles became uh, quite later on, but um, obviously, when when things changed in Baffer and uh, Youngy was taken on as the new commission lead and he was kind of putting together his um his committee i think it was mike actually said i know a guy in the south um who can who can represent the south because i met i met i've known mike for, for years um we uh we went to a gb camp together many moons ago um so i got a, a phone call i actually I had, I had a phone call from mike saying can i give you a number to youngie who'll talk to you about it um so i had a a sort of short uh telephone interview with Youngie um, and 
at the time it was just kind of like, well, we're just going to put this structure in place and see what happens. And then over time it kind of developed and grew and was like, well, we need more defined roles. So we need, you know, we had, we brought like Jed on board to do like the officiating stuff and we brought Ray on board to do um, sort of CDP and club development stuff. And Phil was given, um, you know, affiliate, like he was kind of, uh, kind of, um, recruited on that basis so like he he applied for um the the mid the north the northern representative role um and because it was vacated when youngie left the northern role was vacated by kyle who stepped up to the commission lead so we interviewed phil and he came to the interview with all these ideas about how the affiliation or association process um could be could be improved so he kind of took that on and I guess I was just I was um, I was just left with someone's got to do the schedule <laughs> and uh, the music stopped and there were no more cheers <laughs> you mean it wasn't your first choice so. <laughs> it's no easy jobs so. no not at all no. not when it comes to uh, like any kind of administration is is tricky but when you're dealing with legions of amateur sports people then it becomes even more fun i'm sure so and this is an ignorant question do you do the schedule for the wffl as well no no, no i'm there's, I'm added there's a, only there's there's so a separate I think committee for last that, isn't year, it? kyle mostly i mean the, the w the, the wffl stuff has been kind of slow going it's been a bit tumultuous um in terms of like people coming in and out of the commission so um it's one day we'll get, you know, a solid um, sort of team in place to take it on. I think Kyle yeah. mostly did it on his lonesome last season um, because we had we just lost uh, basically everyone on the, the women's side of the commission. So, um, but no, I'm, yeah, adult, adult only, mixed mm. adult. Mixed adult, yeah, of course, because then there's all the other workings of BAFA that we try not to cover too in too much detail where they bump into each other yeah, and smash heads and, and... this trying to work together a bit more um so like I'll, I'll be working quite closely uh in the coming weeks with Chris Towler um who is the competition manager for youth uh in the hopes that we can get sort of the youth and adult flag finals day to kind of work together and um see if we can make a, a proper weekend of football for everyone that would be cool that would be cool to have it on the same day because was it was it the last well, flagging new year weekend. greg i feel was it the last flag in new year where they had the youth section on a saturday yeah. morning yeah yes yes and it was at the same time as the adult mixed so they just they had an extra pitch at one end and there was the two yeah, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. the first year it went back indoors, wasn't it? Yeah, the far end by the window. But I think the did, did they not have the youth in the year it had outdoors as well? Yeah. Yeah, I think they did actually. Yeah, it works really well if it's if it's possible. I guess you just need like the venue for it. Um, but yeah, it works. It works pretty well. I have it at finals once. We did well. It was. I don't think it's by design though. I think uh, <laughs> a venue had pulled out on us and uh, pulled out on the league, and uh, it was a case of oh the, the pictures have been booked for the kids can we can we try and shoot not shoot one of it can we kind of make the the best of the booking to to kind of cover, to deal with the fact that the venue let us down 
but it was quite a fun year. It's just um, it's a bit hectic, like, but it was good fun watching, like, seeing all the kids shouting and cheering. Yeah, um, as the as the day went on. Yeah, it's a pretty cool idea. So, how much do you like? Obviously, there's teams out there where they like the players play kid as well as flag. Um, like like the Clyde Comets up here are probably the main one where they they play both and i guess the pirates the folk that play for the pirates as well so do you do you discuss that with like your counterpart in like the adult kid league to try and yeah, avoid so, well outside of when we start going outside of flag uh it kind of takes on more kyle's role to be okay. that bridge yeah. um so he'll liaise with the the commission leads for the various other um, commissions so I personally don't communicate with like the commission the competition manager for adult contact for example but Kyle will or yeah. at least he'll communicate with with their commission lead um, and that's that's something that is very new um, and we've been working on it for ages to try and reduce clashes and this year has been I think I think a big step in a, in in the right direction um, in terms of like diary management um and hopefully it'll be something that we can improve on going forward to um, that the fact of the matter is there are only so many weeks weekends in the year um and if you're trying to get you know a seat everyone's everyone's trying to get a season in between yeah. this date and this date uh there's only so many weekends there's going to be some clashes like you you know you, you can't have youth junior cadet adult flag adult contact under 19 contact under 16 contact all having a weekend of their own it's just not possible um so you try to reduce like reduce crossovers as as much as you can so you're thinking okay is it more likely for there to be people who are adult flag and adult contact than there are to be people who are uh adult flag but they've also got kids who play under 19s contact so yeah probably so would you prioritize which do you prioritize avoiding clashes you know and so obviously the top priority is to try and avoid adult contact and adult flag because more people play adult contact and adult flag than have children who also play uh, some other form of um of american football uh, and then you know you when you like youth leagues and things don't tend to have as many game days as us so we have like six game days or seven game days um if you're in the, the southwest and southeast um which i keep forgetting most some of us keep forgetting um i don't because i'll be playing so you know, talking about the preseason schedule and things it's just like well we've got to do all this for preseason so remember this is the start of the season for for us in the southwest and southeast oh yes of course it is game day one yes um where was i <laughs> so uh so yeah um but then you throw in things like bafka conference and bafra conference as well which is just like well no football can go ahead on this weekend at all and that's final because of course everyone's going to be going to that conference so that's two weeks out (laughs) of the year and then you know you you two weeks out of the season and then you throw in people changing their mind or you know referees obviously in in contact leagues um they have baffer referees we don't do it so much in flag um so if baffer come back after the schedules or dates have been um 
announced and say, actually, we're not going to be able to provide as many referees for this weekend. So that weekend's going to have to move. So then you start getting into the realms of going, okay, well, you start negotiating and just be like, yeah. right, well, we'll you, you can have that weekend then if we can have this weekend or whatever. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's how it, how preseason ended up being barged back, I think about two weeks because there was a, an agreement made um, to move an adult contact game day um, because of the availability of referees. Uh, and then, so we moved it a week earlier and then BAFCA said, well, actually we're going to move our conference date to that date. So we went a week earlier again and suddenly you've got game day one and then a month of nothing. Yeah. Game day one. And what is it? Game day one at the end of March and then week. Yeah. So your week it's, two is going to be what? The first of May. Is your, it's your week one. Yeah. Or the 6th of May. Sorry. Yeah. After the 26th, 26th yeah, of March. Yeah. So we do nothing in all of April. I mean, it's a perfect chance to go to somewhere like Kingball. Well, I was going to say, if you want to, want to come to Kingball, then give me a call. Genuinely, because you can, we'll get you in a fancy, we'll get you in a brightly coloured uniform. So, um, I just might take you up on that. So you're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, get my people to call your people. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you have my information. Um, my, I mean, the promising people, thing my is, people, my people that, is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the promising thing is that we're not using Tom's black t-shirts with the glittered numbers anymore it is that's true something a little bit more um yeah blinding i catch actually that's it's, it's an interesting thing that you mentioned because that's that that is also something else that goes into uh the dates is the bigger european tournaments that a lot of people like, like to go to like king bowl like big bowl in particular like we know people want those to be freed up so they can go to them so yeah we, we avoid that as well yeah you can't do it all because like you know it's like you you might get someone going oh we've got a couple of people going to this really tiny tournament in spain that you've never heard of it's like sorry <laughs> like we've avoided yeah. big bowl that's that's one of the bigger ones that a lot of people go to like yeah 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 it's like yeah i guess the major the major ones get avoided don't they so um yeah I guess another question I would have then is, is there obviously a certain set of dates at which point the season has to start by, or, you know, you, obviously you've got game day one in March, but is it a general rule that you try and push it beyond like mid April and it must finish before like a, a start of October sort of time? Is there yeah, a general was... sort of feel that you need to have it in that certain, like a six month period or, I don't know how much it's like set in stone, but um, yeah, generally it's kind of like April to August and then you'll try and get finals day in either sort of last weekends of August or first weekends of September. Like you don't want to go too deep into September. Okay. I mean, then you're butting up against the women's league and then you're butting up against Christmas exactly. and all sorts. Yeah. Yeah. And winter league and the southwest series and yeah and all it sorts was, of it was just when you started mentioning about having other tournaments it was kind of like well if you're condensing everything into a small amount of months you're kind of making it difficult for yourself anyway that you could have but then i guess it comes down to facilities as well and making sure that people don't have to fork out massive amounts for getting indoor facilities etc if they don't need to yeah yeah, exactly. And yeah, I think it's it's mainly just kind of like say get it in terms of a finishing point is have it over and done with um, before the women's league starts. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, reasonable. Any more schedule questions, boys, or shall we? 
Shall we move on to the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually, um, it shouldn't <laughs> be a difficult one. Don't worry. Um, but obviously, you mentioned about, obviously, the travel between... Uh, for teams going into certain divisions. Um, and obviously, there must be a thing where you kind of make sure that teams get a chance to host game days. You know, maybe not in that one year, but if they don't get it that year, they make sure they have a home game day the following year. Is there any consideration put in for your cross-conference? Um, obviously, Bez mentioning that we quite often go to Manchester, but is there any consideration given for other teams within that division to host the game day? Albeit with making sure that the travel isn't massive. So, as in... Um... Just looking at the, at the at the divisions, having it sort of that uh, cross cross conference game day being hosted by like Sheffield or Warrington or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, I mean, you could. Um, I think I guess it's it it's just that um, part of it's probably just tradition. Part of it comes down to to um, to travel. Um, and and I guess part of it comes down to you just know that you, you get comfortable with certain facilities. So, for example, Manchester Titans, you know that they the kind of place that they that they have is high quality and is big enough to you know just have that many people physically at the place comfortably. Okay, cool. That was that was just something I was quite intrigued by because obviously the repetition of it. But yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I, I actually, um, when I was looking at it, I actually messaged Mike uh, as as my go to person, not just on the committee, but as someone from Aberdeen and therefore <laughs> has a, a lot of travelling to do. And I said, you know, because I, I thought I thought about this as well when I was doing the schedule. I was like, well, you know, <clears throat> the Highlands have gone to to Manchester the last couple of years. Well, why don't we? Why don't we mix it up? And I said, you know, what what would you, in terms of travel, would you prefer to get to Manchester or Leeds? Um, and he said, Manchester, please. <laughs> it's just easier. It's, and like in terms of travel time, it's, it's quite. It's like the 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 the, dis, the the time is negligible. There's only a couple of minutes in it. Um, but he just said, yes, yeah, it's, it's easier to travel. It's more motorway the whole way to Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about going over a, either down the single track, A one or. I mean, I, I mean, I would. Leeds might be a good night out. Part of me would always vote Sheffield, <laughs> just because if you come down the Manchester side, then you get to drive Snake Pass on a minibus. But that's you know, <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's something to consider, like in terms of, um, you know, one one year you have the west side of the Pennines, and the next year you have it, the east side of the Pennines. It's not yeah. quite as it's not quite as exciting for people coming the other way though. Like one day you have it in Edinburgh, one day you have it in Glasgow, but regardless, <laughs> it's still the same square. It's still the same square of green astroturf. <laughs> so, although to be fair, the um, where the Outlaws hosted during the last official season at Edinburgh Uni, that was quite cool. That was. Was it Peppermill or was it? It was a Peppermill, yeah, because then the second day we were in the stands um, in the grass where there was the longest Division One game of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That was quite cool. It's like underneath, yeah. it's like under the hill. We got lucky that day and there was like a barbecue going on for like some other yeah, club. Yeah, Scottish, the Scottish hockey, youth, <laughs> Scottish youth hockey tournament was on or something and they were having a barbecue and they were selling burgers for a quid. So you were like... Brilliant. 
finish your Absolutely game, finish your game, and go grab a burger, and then wait ninety minutes until. Like, well, it wasn't even that, was it? It was like two and a half hours until the, <laughs> the game finished. Until that one game finished. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, okay. We're going to open you up, Lewis, to questions from the people. We put up our little Facebook um, and asked people what they would what they would like. And one of them you've already answered, which is what's your favorite conference to schedule and why is it the HNC? Um, yeah. One of them is from Fraser Hudson of the Chargers, who maybe didn't realize you were coming from Exeter who has asked you what is the best place for a post-match pint? So if the HNC come to Exeter after the game, ooh, where are we going for okay. a pint? In, in Exeter. Um, uh, I would say probably, and I, I, this isn't because this is no bias um, because they sponsored us for a couple of years. They don't want to sponsor us anymore. Uh, the Exonian is probably a, a good mix Um I, I like an old man pub, but uh, I think for for something it's a bit it's a it's a it's a kind of sports bar, I guess. It turns okay. into a nightclub on the weekends. Um, uh, I'd probably say the Exonian, or actually, there's a there's a pub in my favourite pub in town. Um, it's called the Turk's Head, which has got its own little microbrewery on site as well, oh, and they sell all their own beers. Um, so yeah, that's I love I love the Turk's Head. Um, we 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 tend to do more um, like on the way home from places rather than going for a for a drink out you know i'll always give a shout out to the um burger king and or kfc and <laughs> eastern ingordano services on the m5 uh that's where we do most of our post game um post game sort of analysis yeah yeah that's uh, uh dundee, dundee kfc dundee kfc is the yeah. uh Aberdeen it's a race to it version. really isn't it yeah but unless you win and and Unless not, you win I'm a not, tournament, then you get to go to Pizza Hut. That's yeah. the rule. I'm not. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this to you know blow smoke up your ass. Um, or uh, I promise, listeners, I have not been paid to say this. The best <laughs> night out I've had after a, a game day um, was the Bridge Street Social Club in Aberdeen. Um, oh, after the quiz, the, <laughs> the after party. <laughs> that was fantastic. That and thing is that, like, that spent, after party is getting a bit the night of a, drinking with a bit drinking of a with Dunfermline Kings and. Boy, can Ross Dawkins put him away? Yes, <laughs> yes, he can. Yeah, yes, he can. And proud. And he, he, he does it with just a little bit of insolence as well, as if like he's offended that you can't do the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I've just sank ten pints. What of it? Why haven't you done it? Yeah, you're like, uh, and that that, that that team can drink, like, because yeah. Brandon was yeah. the same. Like, how much energy is that? Like, I know he's he's you know young lad, and you can put him away. Like, I used to be able to when I was nineteen, but. Like he was hung over for both days of the quake and was just <laughs> making people look silly. And like, he'd be on the, like in between games, he was just like, Oh, I don't want to be here. I want to be, I'm, I'm tired. I want to go home. I want to be in bed. I'm so hung over. And then you throw the ball at him and he just makes people look silly. And it's just like, are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, yeah, that, um, the after party is gaining a bit of a, a bit of a reputation and they're always they're always pretty good to us there's also always the uh that's our sunday night haunt so there's always the um yes the, i was a big fan of seeing all the uh nfl network stuff on every every screen yeah. we went in there on the friday night for our pre-tournament team meeting <laughs> nice to meet you nice to meet you <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that yeah which brings up a really good point obviously you are the uh the mastermind uh the I don't know enough about Dragon Ball Z to know the 
hierarchy of what you would call the leaders. So <laughs> you're the dragon of Flag and Ball Z. <laughs> I don't know. Other um, nerds. Um, so so it's it's your team. It's your tournament team. Um, and you chuck the posts up and recruit mercenaries to enter um, tournaments um, yeah, as exactly Flag and Ball Z. Um, so, so where did the what was the genesis? What was the first tournament, and um, how's it going? Basically, um, yeah, it's going good. Um, so this was a, a, a passion project of mine, born out of uh, the the Falcons were still a relatively new team. They were, you know, still finding their feet in sort of the league and things and playing locally. They weren't necessarily as uh, adventurous in in going i mean going to northampton once a year to play in the league was far enough for them that's a four-hour <laughs> drive uh um but you know i mean I've, a lot of the players were were sort of new to the sport still whereas i've obviously been around for all of time i think <laughs> like my 17th year this year um so i you know an, an experienced hand with not just football but like traveling and i'm kind of used to it like i used to play for south wales warriors and there was no other team for miles around we, we spent a lot of our time you know traveling to like leicester and um oh, what, were the, what were they called st albans things like that um playing teams from up and down the country we would travel to leicester our best game day was traveling from cardiff to leicester um to play the oh what's the team from durham um Wooden Warriors. That's what they were. That's what they were. And that was our rivalry game. Uh, and then, and then back in a day, it was crazy travel. Um, but uh, yeah, so Falcons weren't as up for that. So certainly, the idea of going to Scotland, which, as we know, is where all the tournaments worth talking about happen um, in this country. Uh, so I was just like, well, you know, I'm. I want to go to these and, and I don't have a team. My team doesn't want to go. Um, so I'm kind I, I, I think I spent a season just kind of hanging around event, Facebook events going, does anyone need a player? I want, you know, I need a team to play for and not getting any bites. And I was like, I cannot be the only person in the country who is on a team that doesn't want to go, but they want to go. Yeah. So I just thought, right, I'm going to invent. And, and it was kind of inspired in part by Rexy's. Um, and I was like, I, I, I must be, I can't be the only one out there. So I invented Flagging Ball Z um, and thought, well, I'll just, I'll just hit up some contacts that I know from teams in the South and just be like, you know, do you fancy going to this game day, even if the Gwent Gators are not going or whatever? Yeah. Um, uh, and pick up people that way although i think uh, what was the first one we went to um i've got my little my little orange flag and ball z book here amazing which, uh, <laughs> documents um documents in my everything. head says that i remember i think i remember seeing you for one of new Orleans tournaments being one of the first times i think was it not yeah, you yeah you wouldn't have no. uh, <laughs> that's like new you, have your, new you, have your, you have your little book but i have i have the uh this is the squad number of everyone who's ever played so we just do ascending squad numbers like a cap um so 
basically when you when you play you just get the next number that's available um in the squad if people want to buy them and then i also have our um what have we got in here then we've got our overall record as well <laughs> tracked so so i think looking at this when I, i'm not sure whether i picked up this notebook after the first game but according to this the first oh no the first out in a flag and ball z was uh I guess unofficial. We had we didn't have our kit or anything yet. It was just a a traveling squad of uh, falcons. It was four, f- six people went, and I think four of them were falcons. Um, and we went to we went to Wales because the Cunnan Valley Celts were having their first birthday bash. Nice. Um, and I mean the other the other part of it was like I would try and take I would enter the falcons into things, um, and if we could only get four or five people from the Falcons to play, I found that um, people were less keen to play for like a rival team. So if I would like hit yeah. up some, some of my friends who play for Gwent, for example, and say, oh, do you, you know, we're, we're coming to this tournament. Do you want to, do you want to, you know, check on a Falcons jersey? They'd be like, mm, not really, you know? So yeah. they were a bit more open to the idea of putting on a neutral jersey. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's kind of where Flag and Ball Z came from. But so, if you can count the Cannon Valley Celts birthday bash, that was technically our first out in under the the moniker of Flag and Ball Z. But like I say, it was it was I think it was four Falcons and uh, Peter Steele from the Chichester Sharks who nice. happened to be in the valleys that weekend visiting his sister or something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, but uh, according to this, the, the I think the first official uh, out in of Flag and Ball Z was Iron Man um, in Glasgow in, uh, what was it, 2019? Was it the one before? Yeah. So was that the outside it. one? Or was no. that the one the year after, the indoor one? Yeah. Because I remember, I remember like the, like when Alan released the list. And you just kind of go down and be like, okay, we know who they are. 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 And then you get to like, flagging balls you're like oh good pun first off like i mean our team is our team is a pun on a band so like we're straight like okay like find the best pun um so yeah i remember i remember that and then the the orange orange. and then and even even that you know it was me and there was one two even that was that was you know a team of seven people and four of them were falcons so it was me and jay Ethan, John, and Paul, and then we picked up. We were supposed to have Chris Bartlett leg um, from the the Gwent Gators, but he got called into work last minute uh, <laughs> on the Friday night. Um, uh, but we managed to pick up Ewan from the uh, Grinchmouth Colts. I can't remember his name yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and we had Sunshine Santos from mm. uh, the Leeds Leeds Samurai. So that was the first flag and iron, uh, the first flag and ball Z out in with the the new kit. Nice. Uh, it's kind of got, just gotten gotten stronger and stronger from there. Really, like picked up. Like I say it started out as being people who I knew personally from other teams, from just having been around, um, and then uh, it kind of we started getting traction obviously you go to these tournaments and you start to meet different people and go oh what's this flag and ball z all about and you say oh you know it's just it's just people who don't have a team to play with oh i, I might hit you up and then they, they follow you on facebook and then they see your recruitment things where you say hey we've already entered this tournament like 
we're we're recruiting send us a message so is that kind of your like go-to thing is you just like buy a place and then just go like okay guys like i need yeah Literally, yeah. that's it. Like, and like, like I said, the Falcons starting to, you know, find their find their wings, if you want, and and um, Good. And start traveling. They went up, they went up to to flag an Ironman this year, and they thoroughly enjoyed themselves as well. They had the time of their lives. Uh, so I think they'll start to. Um, Start to appreciate you know, con- it a little consider, bit more. Yeah, it was good. Start to consider these these weekends away as you know more than just playing lots of football games against different teams, but like you know going out in the pub in the night or having the night in and playing poker and just having a yeah. right, it's it's as much of a social event as it is a football event. So yeah. Yeah. I think that will hopefully develop into something. So I could have, I could end up having some you know really difficult decisions to make in a couple of couple of years uh, about whether or not I play for Flag and Ball Z or the Falcons. Um, you know, as far as in terms of why Flag and Ball Z was created, uh, that could become defunct soon if they start going to more and more of these, yeah. these tournaments. But I'd still like to be able to put out that that service for other people who don't necessarily have a team. Uh, but at the moment, I think they're like I say they're still quite hesitant. So like when Granite City Quake was announced for for next year, I immediately bought. I'd be surprised if I wasn't the first person to buy a ticket. I like, actually have. Me the and oh, i did uh i did actually have the um the registration docs open earlier on so i can tell you if you were the first or not but i you were unbelievable if you're you're definitely top top one or two because i think there was a couple of people that were yeah you were second you were second and it must have been by minutes yeah, there we go um, so, um <laughs> because the other I mean, the only people that beat you were murray um yeah. they come to every single they've come to them well, not every single one, but they, they missed all step as, as it gets. They missed the first yeah. one, but they got after so, that. They've been to everyone. So, um, like, whilst the Falcons to some of these tournaments are still like, oh, shall we go to that? I mean, like, it's one thing to go to Flag and Ironman and, and take seven people for a for a day, an intense day in Glasgow. It's a completely different beast than to go all the way up to Aberdeen. And now, now you're thinking about a two day tournament. Yeah, um, and potentially, so, you know, if you're lucky, you could maybe get a friday night uh sunday night flight but you're definitely not going to get a saturday morning one in time so yeah exactly you're then looking Um, at like two nights away potentially three and all the associated costs and and stuff that that comes with having having done it it's definitely worth it like i when when i went up so i flew from bristol and there's one flight a day um, (laughs) not even every day but there's one (laughs) flight a day from bristol to aberdeen and back um and i wasn't sure the first time going up what like when uh it would all be finished maybe we would get lucky we'd end up going all the way to the final like you know i i usually stick around anyway to the end but i was like i wasn't sure i, I didn't want to just be like sprinting back to the hotel yeah. to pack up my shit and go straight to the uh straight to the um the airport so i I flew home on the Monday. Just took yeah. Friday, took Friday off, took the Monday off, and I flew home on the Monday. And like Kyle did the same, but he was flying. I was staying with Kyle, who was playing for Flag and Ball Z. Yeah. Um, and uh, his flight back to East Midlands Airport was at like seven a.m. Uh, and mine was at like eight p.m. <laughs> so I just had I said all day in Aberdeen on my own. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, but it's great, you know. I went to the library and and I went to the Maritime Museum and had a great day. Tom's favorite place like, in the city. Yeah, Tom's favorite place in the city. It's not just mine, right? Any any Aberdonian, if I ask them what a good like a good free thing to do in a day, 
although I'm, I'm going to put this, I'm not Abaddonian. Um, we'll, we'll, they will guarantee one of the top five things they'll see is the Maritime Museum. It's brilliant. Yeah, it'll be like, it was brilliant. It'll be like, go to the beach, Maritime Museum, art gallery. That's like the... the, Despite the weather holding for the entire weekend that we were indoors, it absolutely pissed it down on Monday. So I also (laughs) spent a large chunk of that day just in Costa having free Wi-Fi. Yeah. (laughs) And a a plug to keep my phone charged. I have a confession that I've never been to the Maritime Museum. Neither have I. I mean, I only lived there for five years. You've lived there your whole life. <laughs> like, yeah, um, give or take, yeah. I, can, I can recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> you disappoint come to me. me. Come, to, come to me for tips on places to go. In <laughs> on things to do in Aberdeen. Yeah, it's one of those things that when, see when you like, it's, it's the thing like, see when you like, when you live, uh, like when you live somewhere, you don't do the touristy things. Yeah. Like, like the i think i've been i think i've been into like i have been into like nessie land once <laughs> and it was because someone was visiting even though it's like an hour from the house like <laughs> um well so. even then when folks are visiting it's normally like castles and yeah, places yeah. around about yeah uh, well the only like place the only time i ever went stuff. to dunnetter was when people was visiting <laughs> like yeah i did not like, yeah so from the other way. So, um, but anyway, cool. yes. Whilst whilst the Falcons are still sort of hesitant in in taking up tournaments, I'm just like, nah, fuck it, I'll go. Yeah, here's my money. I'll <laughs> I'll find a team. What's the closest you've ever got to not having a team? Like um, messaging on a Friday or. So we went to uh, we went to a tournament. I think it was the Werewolves Charity Tournament. Um, uh, this was this was like borderline shouldn't have gone ahead like <laughs> covid was a right around the corner um and yeah god how many people did we take uh, not many there must have been like five of us and um oh, where is it i think that's it uh yeah so that was a team that was hastily i think we ended up we ended up with with eight but I think at about around about the Friday afternoon before we go in, I didn't have much of a team at all. I was thinking, oh, maybe I can poach some people there on the day, like take some of the werewolves <laughs> guys. Yeah. Uh, but then, like a bunch of um, a bunch of falcons came to my aid. I actually had um, a similar issue with the Brooklyn Bowl, um, which happened last summer. Uh, the Falcons were supposed to be going to that. Um, and Flagging Ball Z were going, and Flagging Ball Z were looking a little light on numbers. Um, that was this was in Chester, uh, run by Mike Ireland, who's the same guy that does all the Sealand Seahawk stuff. Um, great weekend, two week, uh, two day tournament. They they do this whole festival of football thing where they have like a Europe versus America contact game going on, um, and they play they play two games over the course of the weekend and the score is aggregated and then on the side he had this this flag tournament going on as well which was great fun i can't remember exactly how many teams they were but it was a good sized tournament it was four pitches i think going constantly nice. um but yeah flag and ball z were looking a bit light uh and then um the nfl released the dates for um 
their international series and oh, basically no. all all of the falcons were going <laughs> almost <laughs> almost all of them so yeah. uh there was there was about three people from the from the falcons team that were supposed to go to that um that tournament that uh that wouldn't go into nfl and the rest of the team just got decimated so the falcons dropped out and i got the benefit of these three guys oh, nice. going well i still i still want to go and i was like yes come to me come, i need you come, come, come. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice oh. It sounds like you've so how many different tournaments do you think you've been to? Uh not many. We're still Flag and Ball Z still isn't in its infancy. So we've done Flag and Ironman twice, we've done the Quake once, will be twice, we've done Brooklyn Bowl, we've done the Werewolves charity tournament, and we've done uh that first one technically, which was um the Cunning Valley Celts first birthday. So that's only six tournaments. Yeah. Any plans to take it international? Yes, absolutely. I gotta build. I gotta. I gotta build my. Uh, build my audience first, you know, and, and start to. <laughs> I'm. I'm starting now, since probably since the quake, um, and certainly after Iron Man, starting to get people contact the team who I've never heard of. Like okay. there's, we've had we've had players that I've just been like I know you and I'm familiar with you and I've followed your stats or whatever or I've heard your name mentioned on a, um, on a on a podcast. Uh, and I'm aware of you as a player, but now I'm starting to get people contact us and go, hi, my name is so-and-so and I play for this team. And I'm just like, oh, wow, I I, I know quite a few people in that team and I've never heard of you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to take, I mean, start small, you know, go to some of the lesser known European tournaments like Panda Bowl, maybe. Um, is it Panda Bowl? Or the, or the is Cologne Bam- Pandas. Yeah, is it Bamboo Cologne, Bowl, bamboo. It. Cologne Pandas? Cologne the Pandas. Bamboo. Yeah, yeah Bam- Bamboo Bowl. Um, I think there's another one in Germany. I can't remember off the top of my head. And just slowly build up to, you know, the ultimate goal is eventually Big Bowl, isn't it? But you know, on the way hitting things like King Bowl, um, that would be great. Uh, but Big Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, go, fat, I'm, fat I'm, going to, I'm going to Big Bowl. I'm going to Big Bowl for the first time this year in my life. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not going with the Falcons. I'm not going with Flag and Ball Z. Uh, I'm going with the lead samurai. Um, so uh, Kyle thoroughly enjoyed um, Granite City Quake and playing alongside me, and has invited me to bolster his ranks. Lovely, um, nice. At, at, at Big Bowl, I was supposed to go in 2019. I was supposed to be going with Chichester, but. Um, after the it was second game of the season i wasn't at this game but it was my birthday and i went to a gig and i broke my foot nice and i was, I was solid out for the rest of the year and then had to give my big bowl ticket with chichester to somebody else no honestly um it's one of the it's one of the best weekends you'll have in football yeah um, i i i fully like cannot wait and I'm trying to keep myself as healthy as possible so I don't end up in that 2019 situation again. Because <laughs> yeah. I know it's probably, I'll, I'll almost certainly never get to take my own team to it. I'm just going to be hoping that somebody that Picks I know up on the way, yeah. Need, yeah, yeah. Needs, needs, a, needs a ringer. Yeah. I just, yeah. The, it, it sells out so fast that I just, I genuinely don't think I have like fast enough hands. Because <laughs> they give they give priority, obviously, and fa- fairly yeah. so, to to play to teams that have been before. And I mean, does anybody not go back? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I know, and <laughs> not often. Yeah, it's a, no, it's it's a hell of a weekend. It's a, a 
yeah, you'll enjoy it. You'll you you really I enjoy it. I can't wait. Yeah, I cannot for wait. sure, for sure. Okay, well that seems... beer, honestly, the beer between games is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, with a, a view to the future, that seems like a a good place to to wrap up. Um, but that does mean that we need to finish off with with one more thing. Um, so Tom. So I did promise that this is a you know actually relevant joke. Okay. So the counties of Devon and Cornwall have organised a huge music festival with reunions of both the Jam and Cream. Unfortunately, it had to be called off because they couldn't agree on which one's supposed to go first. Uh, I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a little disappointed. I thought I was going to get more of a groan. Um, I mean, I could see exactly where you're going with yeah. that halfway through. Yeah, yeah. The, you, it was it, you gave it away. It, come, it get, got given away early. I think is the is the okay. problem. You know, you need something more along the lines of like, "Hey, Greg, why why should you never eat a clock?" I I, I have no idea, Bess. Why should I never eat a clock? It's too time consuming. Uh, that's the groan you were looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> it's tough, isn't it? Okay. Five letters in the alphabet. I don't know why. I'm going to mute you. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, dear oh, me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, what, what's next? Oh, any other business? Greg? Uh, no, I'll, I'll let this one slide. You're going to let that one slide? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, in that case, it is just our absolute pleasure to say thank you very much to Lewis for joining us for this week's show. Um, it's been a pleasure. And my pleasure. You've dealt with our not quite forensic questioning like a like a consummate <laughs> professional. So, <laughs> um, well, as I, I said know. to you before, when you offered me on, I said there's there's only two ways that this is going to go. It's going to be like Marmite. I'm either going to come out of it like a more respected member of the, the Baffer staff, or uh, people. It's just going to compound all the issues that everybody has with Baffer. Oh, hundred percent. No, I, I think mean, I, I think... easily ask where who it is we need to speak to about refunds and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, if you wanted to be controversial, that that's, that, that's that's yeah. where you wanted to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh, you know just. Is it at flag commissioner? That'll do. <laughs> um, cool. No, uh, you know, Liz, it has been an ple- absolute pleasure. Thank you very, very much. And uh, yeah, you're always, you're always welcome um, on the show. Um, so yeah, it is. Um, you'll be able to catch us, catch us next week when we will be previewing the preseason um, while Lewis gets ready to play game week one. Um, so I have, I have no idea who you're playing, but good luck and um, enjoy, enjoy the season. And um just get stuck in, smash that'd them, be, that'd smash be the your first, enemies. The first competitive Baffa football in what two years? Yeah, mm. yeah. First, oh, God, I'm gonna have, to, gonna have to get, gonna have Promotion. to get my calculator out again after our last. Promotion is on the line, and it's yeah. We've got Cardiff Bay Coyotes, Gwent Gators, and Swansea Hammerheads. So uh, Diddy not, teams, Diddy teams, not <laughs> Diddy teams. That's what it. you were saying before we came on air. I honestly don't know why they're going to show up. By how badly you're going to beat them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Well, good luck right. with that. I hope you uh, hope you have fun and, and it all goes and it all goes well, and that you uh, you get the big ball fit and healthy. Um, Thank you, chaps. So no worries. And then, therefore, it is uh, it's good night from Greg. Good night. It's good night from Tom. Good night.
It's good night from me. Thank you very much for joining us. That has been the way we HNC it. Remember that you can be sure to never miss an episode of The Way We HNC It by subscribing on whatever platform you listen on and ensuring that you leave us a couple of stars as a review. Um, To be honest, we're not entirely sure what that does, but if you enjoy the show, give us some decent stars and tell your friends. And if you don't enjoy the show, then feel completely free to tell nobody about it. You tried, you didn't like it. But hey, at least you tried and at least we got here. And to be honest, you must have liked it a little bit because at the, here at the end of the show, you're still listening. Speak soon, everyone. Have a great week.